Hello, everyone. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, September 30th, 2021. Um, this is a fun one. <laughs> you got to hand it to the Russians. Uh, let me focus this thing here. I appear to be a little out of focus. Oop, wrong way, Farrell. Ah, I'm not having much luck. There we go. Uh, I'm doing this early, folks, because um, there is a possibility of storms today, later today. In fact, they're kind of off to the west of me right now. So I decided I better get this done before we lose power and I don't get a news and views done this week. But anyway, before we get to what I want to talk about, uh, there is no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, the reason being is Saturday, Catherine Austin Fitz and, and I will be recording her Solari third quarter wrap-up. Uh, so look forward to that within the next week. Uh, those of you who are members of Solari or members of, of my website, uh, it promises to be a rather interesting discussion since there's so much going on. But uh, that will be this weekend. Um and then, uh, as I say, we, we don't have any uh, vid chat this Friday. I haven't made the schedules out for next month, so I will probably do that this weekend. Anyway, amid all of the geopolitical fallout from the American debacle <laughs> in Afghanistan, uh, you know, there's, there's so much going on, and a lot of it is, is fallout from the geopolitical realignment that I think is going to be with us for some time due to the demonstrated inability <laughs> of America to keep any, any of its commitments. Um, we've got a new, for example, we've got a new leader of the liberal democratic party in Japan. Uh, this after some contentious uh, and, and the guy is basically a come out of nowhere guy. The, uh, other candidates for the leadership, one of whom was the former uh, Japanese defense and then foreign minister, and another one of the candidates were heard in Japan, and of course it wasn't covered anywhere else, uh, would they buy a nuclear submarine if they have the, uh, had the opportunity? And both of their answers was, yes, we would. <laughs> so in other words, Japan, which I've always viewed as kind of a turnkey nuclear power, uh, is looking at the handwriting on the wall, and uh, that's their way of saying, you know, America, clean up your act, or we're going to be forced to, you know. Uh, Angela Merkel is gone after 16 years of a disastrous <laughs> chancellorship for Germany, uh, and who knows, it looks like the, the Germans uh, are still trying to get a coalition government scraped together. Uh, I have a feeling that government's going to end up being a rather weak one and perhaps not very long-lived. Uh, France, <laughs> France has just concluded a mutual defense pact. Listen to this, a mutual defense pact with Greece. And the way the pact reads, from what I've gathered thus far, is it's kind of outside of NATO. <laughs> so France is selling a bunch of... Uh, high-tech frigates to Greece, and um, this apparently with the blessing of the United States, but I, I don't think under the circumstances that that blessing would have 
meant much one way or the other, <laughs> one way or the other. So there's lots going on, and a lot of it, I think, is geopolitical fallout. But just in time, you, <laughs> I love this. And, I, you know, I can't help but think that even though this agreement had to have been in the works for a few months, uh, that the timing of, of the public release <laughs> is probably in itself a little bit of Russian humor. Uh, this story I, that I want to talk about um, is a story that I'll, I'll link. It's a story from TASS, of course, the, the Russian news agency. It's a very short article. I'm going to read the whole thing to you. Um, and just imagine waking up. Let's say you are employed in uh, Swampington, D.C., and you open your Washington Post <laughs> to read the following story. <laughs> anyway, the title of the article is Russia and Mexico. <laughs> Inc. Agreement on Peaceful Space Cooperation. And here's the story. Mexico, September, Mexico City, September 30th. Mexico and Russia have sealed an intergovernmental agreement on cooperation in space exploration. The Russian embassy to the Latin American country wrote on Facebook <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> I love I love that on Facebook. <laughs> Anyway, sorry to, sorry to laugh so much, folks. Quote, an intergovernmental agreement on cooperation in the exploration and use of outer space for peaceful purposes was signed at the embassy in the presence of Labor and Social Protection Minister Anton Kodiakov and Ambassador Victor Coronelli, the Post says, quote, from Russia, the document was signed by the Deputy Director General of the Roscosmos State Cooperate Corporation, Sergei Solovyev, and from Mexico by the Director General of the Mexican Space Agency, Salvador Landeros, unquote. And I hope I'm not butchering the Spanish for anybody. Additionally, a, member, a memorandum of cooperation between the Russia-Mexico Entrepreneurial Committee and the Mexican Business Council for Foreign Trade, Investment, and Technology was inked. Earlier, Kodiakov held talks with Mexican Economy Minister Tatiana Cloutier, focusing on prospects for bilateral trade and economic cooperation. On Monday, the Russian minister attended as a guest of honor the celebrations marking the bicentenary anniversary of Mexico's independence. He also met with President Andres Manuel López Obrador in Mexico City. After Brazil, Mexico remains Russia's second largest trading partner in the region. The country imports mostly metallurgical and chemical products from Russia, while more than 25% of Mexican exports, presumably to that country, are vehicles and their spare parts. Now, Mexico does have cooperation agreements, space cooperation agreements with NASA. And if I remember correctly, there are one or two uh, Mexican astronauts that have been trained. But what, what I find interesting here is that Mexico is uh, appealing to Russia for getting some more space experience. And I have this suspicion and 
a fantasy, <laughs> let's call it a fantasy, that this is the harbinger of a long-term uh, development, that we're going to see more of this type of bilateral cooperation between those two countries. And what really interests me here is, is a possibility that um, although it's wildly outside of anything indicated by this article and, of course, is dependent on uh, the development of geopolitical stability and so on and so forth. So, in other words, this speculation is a long-term thing and chances are it won't come about, but let's just speculate on why Russia might be doing this other than, of course, <laughs> to, to, to throw a monkey wrench our, our direction in the U.S. of A. And if, if you think about it from a purely scientific point of view, Mexico would be an ideal place for Russia to develop actual space launch facilities in conjunction with and cooperation with the Mexican government. Why? Why is that so? Well, Mexico is, of course, closer to the equator. Russia is, of course, very far north, and most of its launch facilities, therefore, have to rely on heavier boosters to get the stuff up in the air. And the reason why is the angular momentum of the Earth. So the closer you can get to the equator, this is why France has its launch facilities in French Guiana, in uh, South America, and so on and so forth. The closer you can get to equatorial positioning for your launch facilities, the easier it is for you to put things up into space. So with that in mind, I would not be surprised, you know, to, to stretch the... Uh, idea of cooperation between the two countries, I would not be surprised if ultimately they might start discussing the possibility of launch facilities based in Mexico that both countries would agree to construct and operate. So this may be this little agreement that has just been signed may be the beginning of something that would give Russia some launch facilities <laughs> Right, right in America's backyard, so to speak. So we'll have to see. Uh, of course, doing that would would raise all sorts of panic in Swampington because, of course, I can I can easily see what the response would be if that plan were ever to to uh, materialize. Would be a an accusation of Russia wanting to base you know military missiles. In Mexico, which they don't need to do. That's the other problem here. They don't need to do that. So it's going to be interesting to see how this develops, how this plays out. Um, I suspect that TAS, as usual, is not telling us all the nitty-gritty details of whatever might have been privately discussed, but I do think it's kind of humorous <laughs> That amid all the other stuff going on right now, oh, surprise, Russia and Mexico just signed a space cooperation deal. Yeah, burritos, burritos from space, says James uh, Fiong in, in the chat room. So, you know, I, I'm, 
I'm looking at this with a lot of amusement, but also a lot of curiosity. There's there's something possibly going on here that we might have to wait a few years to see what, to see what the fallout from this agreement is. But it's pretty interesting, and um, I suspect again, you know, Mexico's president is again one of these kind of independent guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> Those pesky Russians. So anyway, um, I think this is a very interesting thing, and I can just imagine the uh, <laughs> the chagrin over uh, the morning coffee in Swampington, D.C. as they're reading the Swampington Post or whatever source they're getting for their news about this story. It's, it's going to be an interesting development. Anyway... Don't forget, folks, there's no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, Catherine Fitz and I are going to be recording her third uh, quarter Solari wrap-up this Saturday. That will probably take us all day to do. Uh, and that means that her posting of that report will probably occur on her website uh, sometime next week. Um, and then on my website, perhaps sometime towards uh, a week from this coming weekend. So there's no vid chat this Friday. Uh, look for the Solari wrap-up to be coming your way soon. Uh, if you're looking for the vid chat schedule, I'll probably get to the next month's schedule sometime this weekend. Anyway, um, it's... <laughs> Lee Langer says we could use that alien invasion Fun Brown predicted right now. Anyway... <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that, uh, Lee Langer, because um, they may be thinking that <laughs> right now. Who knows? Uh, what tobacco do I smoke in my pipes? I do not smoke any commercial blend. I get uh, I get my pipe tobacco from a little tobacconist in New Mexico, and I smoke. I like aromatic tobaccos. I don't like British uh, pipe tobaccos at all. Most of the time I'm smoking these things, which I call my COVID, my COVID defense sticks. Um, and I, I use my own rolling tobacco for that. Uh, I don't, um, I don't smoke any commercial brand of, uh, cigarettes, uh, because I just can't stand the smell or taste. They've got all that chemical in them. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's today's interesting news courtesy of Russia <laughs> which coming at the time that it does I just think is is kind of humorous, you know. If nothing else you have to give the Russians a pat on the back for their sense of timing. Anyway, um that's it for today for today's news and views. Thanks for popping in, everybody. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.